Welcome to the America's Workforce Radio Podcast, the flagship production of the American Workers Radio and Podcast Network, where organized labor and its never-ending fight to protect the rights of the American worker come first. Now, presented by LIUNA, Laborers International Union of North America, here's your host, Ed Flash Ferens. Welcome to the Friday, November 11th edition of America's Workforce. November 11th. You know what that date is? It's Veterans Day. It's a federal holiday, one of 11 federal holidays recognized across the country by the United States government. This is a day. Veterans Day is a remembrance of all U.S. military veterans, past and present, And it's celebrated every November 11th and has been a federal holiday since 1926. So we're going back 96 years ago. And thank you to all of you who have served our country. You know, freedom is not free. Many have paid a price for our freedom. So those of you that are listening right now, thank you very much. We have two veterans that will be joining us on the program today. We're going to start off with Mike Hazard. Mike is in charge of the Veterans in Piping program on behalf of the United Association. He served in the U.S. Navy and is a 23-year member of the United Association of Plumbers and Pipefitters. He's the program manager for the Veterans in Piping program. Over the last decade, more than 2 million men and women have served and sacrificed for our nation despite being a disciplined and highly trained population, military members face an exceedingly high unemployment rate upon leaving the service. And that's primarily why this program is in existence. To ease the transition back into civilian life, the UA established the UA Veterans and Piping Program to equip military service members preparing to leave the service with sought-after skills that can lead to lifelong careers In the pipe trades, and I'll tell you, you can make a really, really good living in the pipe trades. The United Association of Journeymen and Apprentices of the Plumbing and Pipe Fitting Industry, the United States and Canada, is affiliated with the National Building Trades, represents about 350,000 plumbers, pipe fitters, sprinkler fitters, and service techs in North America. Mike's going to spell out the program, how you get into it, and apparently... We've got some stats on that. It provides VIP graduates with direct entry into the one of 241 U.S. local unions across the country. And here's the key word, guaranteed employment, guaranteed employment. So uh, we'll talk to Mike. And then later in the show, we're going to check in with Marty Helms. Now, Marty Helms is executive director of a program called Helmets to Hard Hats. We've talked about this program many, many times on the show. This is a nonprofit organization. It connects transitioning active duty reservists, National Guard, and current vets to quality careers in the organized construction industry. Now, his background, his union career started with IBEW Local 306 as an inside wireman, and then as a training director, as a successful Helmets to Hard Hats participant going back to uh, 2005, Marty has a passion for the program's mission and a personal understanding of the careers, the career pathways 
that Helmets to Hard Hats provides. So with years of joint labor management, apprenticeship leadership, and get this, a respected, ongoing, 23-year military career as an Army Engineer Warrant Officer in the Ohio Army National Guard, Marty brings strong training, management, military, and recruitment experience that the program needs. Great program. You heard me reference this so many times on the show. And uh, Marty's going to spell it all out, and he's pretty excited about it. Young guy who's ready to take on the challenge and make sure we get as many people in the trades, especially coming from the military. That's a tough adjustment. Just want to take a minute here to plug an organization that uh, we have referenced on the show many, many times, the Union Veterans Council. UnionVeterans.org is their website. And we often on the show have featured Will Attic. In fact, the past couple of Veterans Day shows, he uh, talked about the Union Veterans Council, which essentially brings working class vets together to speak out on the issues that impact them. And uh, they also connect a lot of vets with good jobs, much like uh, Helmets to Hard Hats. In fact, Will Attic went through Helmets to Hard Hats. I want to drive you to the uh, national website here and give you an opportunity to listen to some of the vets that served our country and are now part of the Union Veterans Council. Sam Phipps served in the United States Army as an infantryman, fought in Afghanistan in 2011-2012. Now I'm a proud union member of Local 562. Getting into Local 562 is just, it's given me a chance at a, you know, a good life, being able to support not only myself, but more importantly, my, my family. Sabrina Harris, U.S. Army, Biological Chemical Warfare, a proud member of AFG Local 96. The union has given me stability in my life. Jason Barker, United States Army, served in Iraq, now a member of IFF Local 73 St. Louis Firefighters. Being a firefighter and a union member, you'll experience the same brotherhood as you do in the military. Joe Clarkson, I'm a member of AFGE Local 96. I served in Iraq, in Kosovo, in the U.S. Army Reserve. To me, the union means brotherhood, and when I think of the brotherhood, I think of the phrase on the union hall wall that says, united we bargain, divided we beg. Through the union, we're together, we're together as, one. as one. And again, that's a little video clip. The Union Veterans Council, you want to get more, unionveterans.org. Just can't talk enough about the veterans, the people that served our country. And many of them have paid a dear price for doing just that. All right, we're going to take a quick break. Mike Hazard. Veterans in Piping, coming up next on America's Workforce. This is America's Workforce. It takes Lyuna to build North America's infrastructure. From roads and bridges to schools and skyscrapers, the men and women of Lyuna, the Laborers International Union of North America, build the projects we depend on. From constructing the Freedom Tower on the site of the former World Trade Center to untangling Washington, D.C.'s congested interstate, Lyuna members do the work that matters. Find out what it takes to be built by Lyuna at lyuna.org. That's L-I-U-N-A dot org. There is unity and strength for workers. We are the USW. We are the USW. The United, United Steelworkers. Steel the largest industrial union in North America. We represent 850,000 members in, in the, the US, US, Canada, and, and the, the Caribbean. Caribbean. We work in metals, rubber, chemicals, paper, oil refining, atomic energy, and the service sector. We are steel workers, standing strong and fighting for what's right. 
hire union musicians. Call Music Talent of Cleveland at 216-881-1802. Call Music Talent of Cleveland as your dependable source for professional musicians in Northeast Ohio. Union musicians add harmony to weddings, elegance to parties, and uplifting music for all events. Music Talent of Cleveland contracts solo and ensemble musicians as well as bands and orchestras for single engagements. So hire union musicians. Call Music Talent of Cleveland today. 216-881-1802. America's Workforce is sponsored in part by Boyd Watterson Asset Management, LLC. Find out more about our investment solutions tailored to meet the needs of Taft-Hartley funds at BoydWatterson.com. Now, back to America's Workforce. Here's Ed Flash Ferens. And remember, you can check us out on Facebook or follow us on Twitter or do both. That would be AWF Union Podcast, AWF Union Podcast. And keep in mind, all of our shows are archived on awfpodcast.com. By the way, this next segment brought to you in part by the North Coast Labor Federation. Well, as I indicated at the top of the show, today is Veterans Day. So what we're going to do here is uh, check in with two veterans who have made the transition into society and are trying to help others transition. You should know by now, some vets have a very difficult time with that. And joining us on line number one right now is Mike Hazard. Mike comes to us from the United Association Veterans in Piping Program. Website is uavip.org. 23-year member of the United Association and a veteran of the U.S. Navy. He served uh, 12 years in the Persian Gulf War. Mike Hazard, I, uh, number one, want to thank you for your service to our country. It's important we say that on the show today. And we salute all vets who are listening right now. You have done an unbelievable job of uh, keeping us free. You know, freedom is not free. We've heard that so many times. You've you got to fight for our freedom, and we continue to fight for our freedom. So, Mike Hazard, thanks again for joining us, and um, maybe you can give us a little background. I know you've been on the show before. We always get new listeners. Our podcast is growing each and every day, Monday through Friday, when we uh, do the show. So uh, why don't you just... Uh, Give us an overview of the program and how you got involved in it. Go ahead, sir. Sure, you bet. I appreciate it. Um, Our Veterans of Piping program started back in 2008, and um, it was born uh, to combat the issue of unemployment in in our veteran society. And um, we, at that time, we were facing three to four times the unemployment rate of our non-veteran counterparts. And um, the UA just uh, thought, you know, that is not right, as many other people did. So we decided we were we were going to support our troops by putting our money where our mouth is. And, and we started um, this program called Veterans and Piping to, to, um, to give an upper hand to our veteran community and, and give them some guarantees along the way. And uh, we do that through an, an, an 18-week program, and uh, it's 40 hours a week, 18 weeks long. Um, and it's that long because that's how long it takes to get um, an individual certified in either welding, HVAC, or fire sprinkler fitting, and, and to leverage those great starting positions in the union. And um, we've had great success over the last 14 years. We've 
We've graduated over 2,900 people through the program. And um, that's 2,900 people that left the VIP program with guaranteed employment on an agreed-upon date and direct entry into our five-year apprenticeship program. Um, so super proud of what we're doing through VIP. And, um, you know, we're, we're built to stay. We're not going anywhere. Our 357,000 members of the United Association support our program unanimously um, to support and grow the program. Um, and um, the benefits have been amazing for the UA mm -hmm. and for the VIPs that have gone through the program. Mike, if you don't mind, that 18-week that period, if you can be specific, it sounds like it's a, well, a combination of things. It sounds like a pre-apprenticeship program, and it also sounds like a, a transition program. And correct me if I'm wrong, but maybe you can get in to some specifics on that. Am I, am I, uh, am I kind of hearing that correctly or not? No, you are absolutely. It does both. Um, and, um, it, it's classified as a DOD skill bridge program, which is a transition training program. Um, and the reason they call it that is because it happens in the last six months of a service members enlistment and it's their transition back to the civilian workforce. And um, as I said, you know, we started back in 2008. DOD SkillBridge wasn't around back then. And the, the uh, standards that we established through VIP are the framework of SkillBridge now. Um, these are programs uh, centered around apprenticeship um, or internship that provide service members with a seamless transition. Uh, the VIP program as I said, guarantees employment and direct entry. And we do that all free to the participants. The UA and our membership have committed to providing this opportunity free of charge. We pay all the bills. So um, the benefits are amazing. Um, we're talking living wage, uh, living wages and employer paid benefits and um we just signed an articulation agreement uh, last year with uh, Washington Community College in Ann Arbor, Michigan, where every VIP uh, that graduates through the program earns 16 college credits as well. Um, so the, the benefits to the service member are amazing. Uh, my, um, my priority, the most important thing I do, is to make sure that we keep our promise. And mm -hmm. so I do the coordination of the job placement and getting uh, service members and VIP graduates to where they want to go. And um, that's that's all done at about week eight of the program. So our our goal is by week 10 of 18, all the VIPs will know where they're going. They'll have a commitment and they can they can breathe uh, a sigh of relief and focus on their training because as you said, this is a this is getting them ready for the apprenticeship program, mm -hmm. and um, this isn't charity. These these folks have to show up with skills. They earn uh, industry recognized certifications throughout the program, and our contractors and 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 our local union members have expectations of VIPs, and um, 
you know, we're, we're meeting that match and, and uh, the VIPs have done a great job. We've been, like I said, we've been doing this 14 years. We now have VIP graduates that are union officers. We have um, VIP graduates that are instructors in apprenticeship programs and teaching for the UA and all kinds of leadership positions. It just, um, it's for such a small segment of our membership, um, they've really made a mark um, on the UA and, and why not? You know, I mean, they're, they're disciplined, they're highly trainable, they're dependable, they're drug free, all the things we know um, these folks have come through and um, they're just team players and then they fit. There's some, there's so much that correlates between military service and the construction world Um, and being in apprenticeship um, guarantees you a living wage. Uh, you can access your GI Bill benefits while you're in apprenticeship. And there's where else do you know of that you can get a starting uh, a starting position with a company and get a 10% increase in your wages for the first five years? Um, <laughs> it, it, it's just a, apprenticeship is a great model and it works. Yeah, yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. It's a great way. Uh, it's free training, uh, on-the-job training and classroom training. Um, and it, it's really what sets the UA apart from its competition is having a, a highly trained workforce. And, and the veterans just eat it up. They, they love yeah. training. It's, it's very similar to what they've experienced in the military, how they've learned their job in the military. It, it, that's, that's apprenticeship. So, um, yeah. It's been very successful, and and uh, and uh, you know, like I said, we're not going anywhere, and uh, we look forward to the next fifteen years. Yeah, it's it's going really well. I have to ask you though, you know, when you start something so revolutionary as this, um, th- I mean, this was such a great leap to make that connection for veterans, and you know, there's bureaucracy involved in just about everything today especially in the military so i have to ask a question mike uh, was it difficult to convince them of what you wanted to do here and another this is a two-part question are we talking about all branches of service here is is that the case uh, sure yeah yes we do serve all branches of, of the military we started with the marine corps and we knew uh going in that we were going to get one shot at this And if we went in and made all these big promises and then didn't follow through, we were going to be done and it was going to be over. Um, And you know what? They, they didn't believe us. And, and we did come through in spades and um, it, it, you know, we have great partners in the military. Um, I've been involved in this for 10 years now. And, um, military leadership turns over every two or three years. And, um, you know, it's not all the time do we have a hundred percent support, um, for these programs and, and it's understandable, um, in a way, uh, you know, military is focused on the mission and, um, they need people in their jobs to do that. And, but there's also, um, everybody transitions out of the military, everyone at one yeah. point or another. And, um, it's, it's having the leaders in the positions to recognize that and to support those good service members that have, that have done their job 
completed their mission and it's time for them to move on. And um, we have great partners that, that see it that way. And, um, you know, it's nothing feels better than getting support from the military and from a, a, an organization like the UA as a service member. Nothing feels better than that. Uh, mm-hmm. on the way out, you know, getting that kind of support and those kind of guarantees. Um, and yeah, we, I mean, I'm so proud of what we do and what, what I get to do for the UA. Um, and you know, we'll, we'll never have a hundred percent support from all military commanders. I get that. Um, mm-hmm. but we're, we're not going anywhere. And those that do, um, see it our way and, and, and do want to make, somebody's transition successful um you know we continue to to recognize those commanders and and um military leaders and it's the right thing to do um and that's what got us started was doing the right thing and um the military is the same way they don't have to provide this program you know congress made it legal for them to participate but it's it's the commander's decision whether he can do without that person for the last six months or not. Um, so it's a big commitment on both sides, the UA and the military. Mike Hazard joining us on our live line today, this Veterans Day, and he is the director of the United Association's Veterans in Piping Program. The website again, uavip.org, a program that provides graduates with direct entry, direct entry, into one of 241 U.S. local unions across the country and guaranteed employment. Guaranteed employment. We'll continue the conversation with Mike later in the show. We're going to check in with Marty Helms. Marty is the executive director of Helmets to Hard Hats. Back in a few minutes. You're listening to America's Workforce with Ed Flash Ferrens. It takes Lyuna to power North America with affordable energy. The men and women of Lyuna, the Laborers International Union of North America, have the skills needed to build and maintain oil, natural gas, nuclear, solar, and wind projects that are shaping America's energy future. From new energy tech to retrofitted facilities, Lyuna members do it all. Find out what it takes to be powered by Lyuna at Lyuna.org. That's L-I-U-N-A. We're the nurses, firefighters, and claims representatives that help keep our government services running. We respond to natural disasters. We care for our nation's veterans. And we investigate discrimination in the workplace. We are federal and D.C. government workers. And we are proud to serve the American people. Working in more than 70 agencies across the government, we know we can fulfill our mission because our union has our back. Learn more at AF. FGE.org. Paid for by the American Federation of Government Employees, AFL-CIO. Hi, this is Liz Schuler, president of the AFL-CIO, and I am a huge fan of Flash and America's Workforce Radio and Podcast. Hello from the Communication Workers of America, District 4. We are a labor union representing a vast array of workers in different industries, including the Association of Flight Attendants, Telecommunications, CWA Passenger Services, Public Health Care, and Education Workers, the IUE 
CWA Industrial Division, the National Association of Broadcast Employees, the CWA News Guild, not to mention our growing digital sector, and many others. If you're interested in organizing your work group or learning more about what it means to be CWA strong, visit our website at www.cwad4.org. That's cwad4.org. Now, back to Ed Flash Ferrens with America's Workforce. And remember, you can check us out on at least six platforms. That includes Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Pandora, and Stitcher. And when you get an opportunity, do this. Just sign up and receive our shows on a regular basis and give us a rating. Keep those five-star ratings going. We appreciate that. Let's go back to Idaho. Middleton, Idaho is the hometown of Michael Hazard. Mike Hazard is the VIP program director. VIP stands for Veterans in Piping. And it's a program that started with the United Association back in 2008. And we're talking guaranteed employment. This is kind of like a pre-apprenticeship program for military vets, and it helps them transition into society. Mike, you did a great job spelling out the details in our first segment. Uh, I have to ask you, because of the success of this program, I have to guess that other unions might be knocking on your door saying, hey, we want to start something like this. Has that has that day come yet, Mike? Absolutely. You know, um, one of the things about our membership, and not just UA, I'm talking all unions, is we're, we're heavily um, populated by veterans. And so the support um, is, is there. And um, we, I'm, I work with uh, Will Attig, who I know you know um, yeah. through the Union Veterans Council. Um, I'm actually on a um, workforce development committee with Will uh, through Union Veterans Council. And that's one of the projects we're working on right now is to identify all the labor union uh, transition assistance programs that are out there and kind of package them packaging them together. And, um, and actually, uh, Martin Helms with uh, Helmets to Hard Hats is part of that too. Um, the Teamsters do have a great program. Um, IBW has a program and uh, so does uh, the sheet metal workers. Um, they all have transition programs and uh, we're, we're hoping to encourage more, you know, um, that's mm-hmm. the whole idea of, of the union veterans council is that, advocacy organization to for the labor movement and um, we're hoping to to add some more programs and and get some funding for these programs uh, we realize that not everybody's going to be able to do what the ua does and 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 self-fund these type of initiatives um so um we think it's important um and that's that's one of the things that we're working on for 23 is to get some kind of support financially for these programs. There you go. All right. One other issue here, and I know this is difficult, but we have to address it. And that is the, the mental health of veterans. And I recall several conversations with you over the years, Mike, about what the United association and specifically the veterans and piping program has done to make sure if a vet has a mental health issue and many of them Many, too many of them have uh, committed suicide because maybe they just didn't get the help they needed in time. Can you uh, 
talk to us about what you're doing and uh, and hopefully trying to do your best to resolve this uh, this problem. What's the story there? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, and I, I appreciate you bringing it up because it is a, a very important conversation. And I think the more we have these conversations, uh, the the more we work on breaking the stigma that surrounds seeking um, seeking assistance with mental health issues. Um, you know, we're we're big macho uh, guys and gals in the military and in the construction world. And asking for help isn't something we're used to doing. So, um, you know, we uh, all the things that we talked about, the VIP program does. Um, I always thought, you know, that was what we needed to do to make sure service members were successful. And if they got out of the military and had a great job and were making good money, what there couldn't be any problems. Um, right. But we we learned the hard way that that is not the case and um we have lost uh a few vip graduates to suicide um and we um we launched a mental health initiative uh within the vip program two years ago um following another loss to suicide um we just decided you know what we're done crying about this we're going to do all we can to to prevent it from ever happening again and um I attended a, uh, a workshop with Dr. Sally Spencer Thomas on um, suicide awareness and prevention. And after, after that training session, um, two weeks after that, I, my new skills got put to test and I had somebody reach out to me in crisis. And, you know, it doesn't make you a doctor. It doesn't make you a medical professional, but it makes you a, a peer an equal that can come alongside somebody when they're in crisis or in need and listen and talk to somebody and provide them with the resources that they may need um, to, to get out of the crisis that they're facing. And um, my experience with that was amazing. And I shared this with all the VIP instructors across the United States. There's 15 of them. And I said, you know, I'd like you guys to, to experience the same thing I did. I want to get this training for you so we can better support our VIPs and, and hundred percent unanimous. Everybody wanted to do it. So that, mm -hmm. that was the start of our map program. And since then we, we contracted, um, for 18, uh, 18 months with Dr. Sally and she came in and provided our, uh, professional staff with, um, ongoing training in, in crisis prevention and, and how to handle uh, situations like that. And, and also building our mental health literacy and um, just uh, being good listeners and, and learning how to, to help people. And it has changed every single person that's been involved in this. It's changed how they look at things, how they, how they talk to people, not only professionally, but, in their personal lives too. Um, and, um, you know, I, I think a lot of, I know that our membership are, are good folk and they want to help people. And, and when it comes to this, I think a lot of people do want to help. They just don't have the tools or don't know how to do it. And that's what this, um, member assistance program is what we call it. VIP map. That's what it's all about is creating, uh, a help-giving, help-seeking environment 
where people know that it's safe to ask for help when they're struggling. Yeah. And, yeah. and we do this through weekly toolbox talks. We have, we've created a, a library of, of micro learning videos. Um, and, and just this past August, we rolled this out to the entire UA through our instructor training program at Ann Arbor, Michigan, uh, at, at Washington community college. And, and the class filled up, we had people on a waiting list. Uh, there is a, a, a need for this and a hunger for, for this type of training, this peer support training. And, um, it really does work. And, um, you know, we've been training in opioid awareness and, and substance use and misuse. And, um, it's now all coming together for the UA and, and we're, we're, we're looking at our people from a holistic view and we know that our people are worth, um, uh, saving and we, we, we want to save everyone. We want to get people the help they need. And, yeah. um, we, we've done uh, mental health resource audits at all of our, um, VIP locations. So we know what the resources are in the area and we know, uh, what somebody can expect when they call those numbers or visit those, uh, organizations. And, um, that's what we are. We, we're listeners, we're peer supporters, and we're a bridge to, to further resources when they're needed. Did I hear that correctly? Because of the success, what you've done with the VIP, the Veterans in Piping Program, this has gone to the entire United Association, this, this assistance? Because I, I, I asked that question because I know the, um, the uh, rate of suicide in the construction industry, and this is all trades, is like four times higher than the national average. Right. So so it's going over the entire UA then? Absolutely. Yeah. I, we have a huge problem in construction, and, and um, it's the second leading industry in suicide deaths every year. Um, the only leader is is the mining industry. Um, and, um, yeah, this it's an important conversation, and uh, our general president, Mark McManus, is, has made this a priority of, and has kind of greased the skids for us and given us the green light to run with it and put this program together. And um, there are a lot of uh, local unions out there that have programs like this that we didn't even know about uh, at the national level. So the, it's been an eye opener and we've been able to not reinvent the wheel and, and talk to those folks that are already doing this type of work and see what works and see what doesn't work. And um, we just want to um, get these um, resources out there to everyone and try to prevent this kind of tragic ending to to life, you know? Well, to your point, there's a lot of resources out there. I, I recall a conversation recently with the American Legion. They have a campaign called Be the One. So if you see a vet that may be struggling, you be the one to get that person the help that they need. I know the VA has resources, but this is great. The member assistance program on behalf of the UA. Now on your website, uavip.org, is there information posted there to help someone give you get the resources that they need, Mike? Is it there? We're not there yet. And, and the reason is, is because, um, we've kept the information in the hands of the people that are trained. And, yeah. um, it, the next step is to 
create a landing page on our website where all this information will be available. The toolbox talks, the micro learning videos. We, we built a, a manual of how to build a peer support program, uh, how to sell your leadership on it, uh, how to get your contractors involved. That's all in this manual. And that first, uh, class that I told you about in August in Ann Arbor, that was the beginning of rolling out this information to the UA. And um, we have our contractor organizations on board, um, Mechanical Contractors of America. Um, that association is on board with us. And so we feel that approaching this issue from the management and the union side, um, we're going to win. And um, it's been, it's been a, a a marathon, not a sprint. And, and we're, we're going to continue with that delivery and make sure that what we're putting out there is, is the right thing and, and helpful. And because we know it works. Um, yes. That's, and so we are going to have all that information out there. We're just not quite there yet. Oh, I understand. I totally understand. Well, do me a favor. You have my uh, personal cell phone. Just text me or email me and to get that information, as soon as that is up, I guarantee you we'll talk about it here on the show and probably have you back to uh, explain it in more detail. Mike Hazard joining us on our live line today. On behalf of the United Association Veterans in Piping Program, national website uavip.org. Great job again. Thank you for your service to our country. Mike served uh, in the Navy for 12 years in the Persian Gulf and altogether 23-year member of the United Association of Plumbers and Pipefitters. Keep doing what you're doing, brother. And again, uh, happy Veterans Day to you, your whole family. And uh, we're going to move on and talk to Marty Helms on behalf of Helmets to Hard Hats. Okay, my brother? Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And thank you to all the veterans for your service and your sacrifices. You're listening to a special edition, a Veterans Day edition of America's Workforce. Back in a few minutes with Helmets to Hard Hats. This is America's Workforce. More shows available at awfradio.com. It takes Layuna to keep America running. Over 70,000 public employees are part of Layuna, the Laborers International Union of North America delivering critical services such as health care and emergency response, as well as maintaining roads and sanitation systems. Even the National Postal Mail Handlers Union, representing over 47,000 U.S. postal workers, is affiliated with LIUNA. Find out what it takes for LIUNA to keep America running at LIUNA.org. That's L-I-U-N-A dot the United Auto Workers are one of the largest and most diverse unions in North America, with members in virtually every sector of the economy. Learn more about this proud sponsor of our program at UAW.org. The United Steelworkers of America represent over 70,000 workers in the state of Ohio. Steelworker members enjoy the benefits of some of the best contracts of any workers in the world. Many of your friends, neighbors, and relatives are members of one of the most effective Democratic unions in our country. With the pressures unorganized workers are under in today's economy, you need to join them. So call the Steelworkers Organizing Office at 216-292-5683 or toll free at 1-800-443-3752. Union members need to be heard. Reliable and convenient union voting has never been more important than it is now. Make voting easy for your membership by working with survey and ballot systems. 
SPS offers encrypted and monitored solutions that ensure your elections are accurate and accessible for every member through mail-in, online, and in-person voting. Visit surveyandballotsystems.com and take the next step in getting secure and auditable elections. America's Workforce Radio is sponsored in part by the International Union of Painters and Allied Trades, District Council 6, representing painters, glazers, drywall finishers, and sign and display industry workers. They remind you that belonging to a union is your right as an American. Now, back to America's Workforce. Here's Ed Flash Ferrans. And remember, you can check us out on Facebook or follow us on Twitter, or do both. That would be AWF Union Podcast. Let's go to line number two right now. And as you know, this is a Veterans Day. We're saluting all vets and especially those involved in unions. And Marty Helms is the executive director of Helmets to Hard Hats. This is a great organization. I have referenced them on the show many, many times. Website is real simple. Helmets to hardhats.org. Helmets to hardhats.org. And uh, Marty served, in fact, he's got a 23-year military career as an Army engineer warrant officer in the Ohio Army National Guard. He also started his union career at IBEW Local 306 as an inside wireman and then as a training director. And that local is in his hometown, Akron, Ohio. Marty Helms, welcome to America's Workforce and number one. Thank you for serving our country, especially the state of Ohio. Thanks for joining us on America's Workforce as well. How are we doing today, Marty? I'm 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 doing well, doing well, and it's it's my pleasure uh, to serve. I appreciate that. And, uh, yeah, thank you, thank you, welcome, thank you. So, talk to me about your career path here. You uh, you're in the military, and is that when you decided? Well, maybe uh, we should get involved in the in the trades here at at local 306. Maybe you could pick it up from there. And fill in the details. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, I'd give you the quick, uh, quick rundown. So I've been kind of involved in the building trade since I was a teenager, um, and then uh, to further my education. And my parents really couldn't afford to send me to college, so I joined the military at a very young age, um, in hopes of getting, you know, help pay for college. Well, September 11th happened, uh, and then you know I, I deployed uh, for about two years. Um, and then I came home in 2005 for my last deployment, and this program, Helmets on Hard Hats, paid me a visit uh, upon us post debriefs and said, "Hey, we got this program. Uh, it connects you with registered apprenticeship uh, with different trades." And immediately caught my attention. I was already working in the electrical field prior to me leaving for deployment, uh, so I that referenced me. Went to the website like you mentioned earlier, and filled out my information and referenced me down here to Akron 306, uh, Akron Area Electrical JDC, their apprenticeship program, applied. Uh, and then in 2006, I was accepted uh, into the program, completed my apprenticeship there in 2010, uh, went on to complete my college education, which was the initial goal of 11 years earlier when I joined the service in 99. Uh, and then I had the opportunity in 2017 uh, to become the training director of the same program that I went through nearly 10 years earlier. Uh, and I, I uh, became the training director in 2017 and continued that up until 2021 and, and then became the new executive director for this program that changed my life back in 2005, 2006 called Helms to Hard Hat. In conjunction with that or parallel, however you want to say it, my military career continued. Um, I, was, I worked construction in the military as well at that time. 
And I, I just, with the education I received and the apprenticeship and uh, all the on-the-job training, I decided to become an engineer warrant officer in 2012 and then uh, continue my military service till today, working on uh, year 23 here uh, and continuing strong. So it all has gone hand-in-hand, hand and I'm just very blessed with the opportunities I've been uh, afforded uh, through Homeless at Heart Act, U.S. Army, uh, the Ohio National Guard, uh, and the IBW Local 306, or the IBW in general. So, yeah, very fortunate. You are one man that wears many hats and uh, seems <laughs> seems to be enjoying them all. I'm telling you, you that's great. I, I love that story. So, Helmets to Hard Hats reaches out to you, and now you're running the organization. That's an amazing story in itself. That That's awesome. So I'll say one thing, Marty, you are a man that wears many, many hats and you seem to be enjoying every hat that you wear. And I just think it's quite fascinating that uh, Helmets to Hard Hats reached out to you some years ago and now you're running this organization and, and running it well, I might add. That's that's pretty fascinating. You got to feel pretty good about that, huh? Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's humbling at its least, you know, it's, and I'm in the stage of my life. I've been uh, awarded a lot of opportunities, blessed with a lot of opportunities. That it, it's I'm just want to pay it forward. You know, I've got a lot of family members now that are are uh, fortunate enough to live in the union trades and, and the benefits of being in organized labor. And then uh, I've got a lot of battle buddies that I I've served left and right of that you know have questioned me like, hey, how how do you know how to do this or you know, how, you know, you seem to be making a pretty good living. How's that happening? And I explain it to them. And the next thing you know, they're, they're on to their organized labor and uh, apprenticeship programs. And, and truthfully, it's, it's, they're topping out their journey level workers now. So it's full for, force of paying it forward for me right now. Once again, the program is called Helmets to Hard Hats. It's a national program that connects transitioning active duty military members, veterans, National Guard, and reservists with skilled training and quality career opportunities within the construction industry. And I just want to run down, and I saw this on your website, again, helmetstohardhats.org, the the demographics of our U.S. military veterans. There are 24.4 million veterans in the country. Two million vets are under the age of 35. 1.7 million veterans are women, and one in four adult males is a veteran. Let's pick up on, on women here. And I know there's been a push nationally on behalf of the uh, the building trades, NAB2, to get more females involved in the trades. How, how's that faring with the helmets to hard hats, Marty? There is not a better group of people, diversity, inclusion, females and, and specific and minorities, than the, the, the veterans, the, the current service members and stuff. They, I mean, these service members just have so much grit, uh, the physical part of it, they're all about um, the teamwork. They're all about you're just not going to find a better pool of people. Uh, and we, we, uh, H2H, have the fortunate opportunity to really get them in there. It's just it's a great pool of people uh, at the end of the day to go after because they have a lot of the attributes we're looking for in the building trades uh, because of what they do in the military. It should be pointed out that Helmets to Hard Hats is not a placement company, and I would like you to be specific on, on the mechanics because you refer candidates to, uh, to career providers. Can you give us a, a snapshot of what that, what that entails, Marty? Yeah, absolutely. So Helmets to Hard Hats, essentially when we started in 2003, we, 
we built a website that essentially operates like a job board uh, where our training centers, our signatory contractors uh, and union reps can go there and post an opportunity of either apprenticeship or a position in management. Uh, similar to like Indeed, um, it's closed to only our um, building trades or organized building trades uh, and no one else can use it. Um, and that's all vetted. So uh, a veteran uh, is seeking employment. They find out about Helms to Hard Hats through many different out- outreach pipelines. They go to our website, put in their credentials, uh, and then it opens the door to all these job postings. And you can search for it by your your hometown, your state, uh, or multiple states, or a radius, or whatever. And you really see the opportunities that exist within the building trades. Uh, and then you can apply for them, or at least get the information of the next step to apply for them. So Helms to Hard Hats gets these service members to the doorsteps and then we case manage it and work with these individuals so they understand what the organized building trades has to offer um, and what they need to be doing on their end to get ready for that opportunity. Well, Marty, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of work out there right now. I'm just wondering with that being said, are, are we seeing an uptick in applicants right now? Is that the case? Um, so the up, it's very competitive right now, uh, and it's it's almost and everybody wants to hire military veterans. We're not seeing the uptick, and I think it's not so much that we're not doing the outreach; it's that labor is in such high demand. And on top of that, military um, candidates are just in high demand; they're just being scooped up left and right. So it's very competitive, and I, I tell everyone I get to speak to in the train center employer world uh and unions that you know when a a service member walks through your door you have to move quickly uh because these candidates are are prime material that people want uh outside of our organization so if we want them to be in our rank and file they got to move quickly on the uh service members i hear you i mean military vets i mean the training that they had in the military much of that can transfer over and obviously the discipline is there so i get that I, i can understand why why employers want them I uh, I see. So the program is going to be uh, celebrating like 20 years next year. Before we get to what we can expect in 2023, I noticed uh, four years into the program, this was in 2007, Helmets to Hard Hats supplemented the existing program with a disabled American veteran program known as the Wounded Warrior Program. Can you uh, can you help us out on that? There's a lot of disabled vets out there, and they probably feel, oh my God. What am I going to be able to do here? But, you know, with the medical miracles, especially at the VA that are happening, it's amazing how they're putting these pieces back together again. And we want them to get good jobs. So can you explain the uh, that program for us? Yeah, so we've worked for a number of years with the Wounded Warrior uh, and some of the initiatives that they're doing. And then we, we also work with the the veteran uh, affairs and some of the stuff. So we promote that stuff that they have out there. And that stuff's ever changing, and that's half the half the battle is communicating to that service member uh, what opportunities or what benefits or what help is out there for them. Uh, we communicate that through different postings through our social media, and then we also, uh, you mentioned 2023, we have a very new website and some other internal stuff that's coming on. But those will also have links to resources to help our service members um, in different areas. Uh, so much mental health. Uh, you know, we, we talked about dis- disabilities and disabled and, and what we have to offer there. But there's so much more uh, offered that really we're just another pipeline to communicate that down to the service members because there's so much out there. 
uh, and helping them be aware of what the what's available. Well, it sounds like you're up for the task here. You, you kind of touched on 2023, but beyond that, there, I'm just wondering, do you have like a five-year plan, a 10-year plan? I, I know you got a lot of hats. I know you got a lot on your plate, <laughs> but, you, but you probably are thinking, boy, you know what? This is a great program, and I'd like to take it to, and you fill in the rest. Where, where, where do you, you want to go with this, Marty? Big. That's, that's, that's my pay it forward. Um, there's so much talent within the military rank and file that can help the building trades that we just need to open our doors and, and think big and better and, and blow this thing up more. You know, we, we're responsible for changing about 42,000 different military lives since in the past 20 years. And I, I just know there's so much more we can do uh, for those individuals coming out. So if you, if I had to sum it up, we're going to grow big and, uh, we we revamped our website. It's getting ready to launch here uh, in about the next month. Uh, so that will be a totally different look. We have a brand new platform for our job board. That's a lot more veteran intuitive uh, and, and specific. Uh, so we can hone in on their talents and get them connected quicker. Uh, and then we have a new CRM platform that's all working in conjunction with all the three things I just mentioned, CRM, the job board, and the website that's just going to make us very fast uh, and effective for our nationwide program and manage and then grow our staff and, and just get out there and better connections to let service members know of the awesome opportunities within the construction building trades. Um, we're, we're the best kept secret for some reason, but we, we need to not keep it a secret anymore and blow it up. So that's my answer to that. There you go. Well, you got a friend here in America's workforce, and and you also got an Ohio brother. You're you're in Akron. I live in Cleveland, Ohio. So, you know what? We're close. We should get together, put our heads together, and grow this operation together. How's that sound, my brother? Sounds absolutely excellent. Yes, anytime. Just name the time. You, you got it, Marty Helms, Executive Director of Helmets to Hard Hats. Website will be changed shortly, as you just heard. Helmets to Hard Hats That's the website. You can check them out on Facebook, and you can also follow them on Twitter. Marty, again, thank you for serving our country. Great job at, as Executive Director of Helmets to Hard Hats, and Happy Veterans Day to you. Okay. You too, sir. Thank you so much. That's it for another edition of America's Workforce. Coming up on Monday, we're going to check in with the United Association and the IBEW in Texas. Until then, all of you have a safe and wonderful weekend. That concludes another episode of the America's Workforce Radio Podcast. Thanks for listening, and be sure to subscribe so you never miss a show. America's Workforce is a production of Labor Tools and BMA Media Group. Find out more information online at labortools.com.